was a good friend of mine. Hello and welcome to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. My name is Kyle Case and I'll be your host on this amazing journey as we attempt to help you get the most out of your life. Joining me in the studio today as my co-pilot filling in for Jeff Harding is Michelle Graves. Michelle, how are you today? I'm amazing. I really <laughs> like the way you say that. I'm glad you're amazing. <laughs> I am, I'm feeling I am. amazing. I don't know if I am amazing. <laughs> no, but no, you, you are. I'm you're feeling you're pretty amazing. amazing, so thanks. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, Michelle, the holidays uh, have almost come and gone. We've got the, a big one under our belts. The next one is New Year's. Um, 2018 is just, it's just right around the corner. It's time for goal setting. It really is. It's just a, literally, it's just a few days away. We flip the switch and yeah, we, we reset. And you're off, off and running on a new year. And like you said, uh, time to set goals and just kind of get things squared around and in perspective, you know, oftentimes in the intro to the show, uh, we talk about things that we need to do, or we need to start doing to really enjoy the active life which is what we're trying to accomplish, right? Absolutely. Well, today, Michelle, I want to share a few things that we should give up in order to enjoy a happy and healthy 2018. Oh, that's always hard. <laughs> I think All these right. are things that you can do, though. Okay. I, I think you'll actually like some of these. Number one thing that we should give up to enjoy a happy and healthy 2018, excessive exercise. Oh. <laughs> now, is that what you thought I was going to say? Well, I thought you might say Diet Coke, so I'm a little bit relieved. So listen, don't I'm, say that. I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say it. I mean, if it's you know, if you're feeling guilty about it, I, I mean, who yeah, am I? That's but I mean, whatever. To contemplate for sure. <laughs> listen, Michelle, we all know that we need to exercise. We yeah. need to exercise. It's part of living the active life. No question about it. But here's the thing: you don't really need two a day workouts every day. You know, to most people. They're just going to agree with this and say, thank goodness, what an easy one. To me, I could really lean that way. Oh, really? I, you could go excessive? Yeah. Okay, well, then this really, is for you then. I really, really could. But I keep myself busy enough so that I don't. It's kind of a guilty <laughs> pleasure for me. I, really? Yeah. Well, listen, I don't want to say, I don't want to cut, I don't want to tell you you got to cut back. I'm not going to tell you that you have to do that. Oh, but listen, but I'm not there us, now. Yeah. I just could be. I could lean that way. Yeah. yeah. Well, so I think most right. of us lean away from that. I'll try but... and stay in check. <laughs> But yes, I mean, balance, moderation in all things. We need exercise, of course, but too much of a good thing can lead to serious exhaustion and overtraining syndrome and, and injuries, you know? So it's okay to give yourself a break. Of course, work out. Of course, get your exercise in, but you don't need to go crazy about it. Yeah, I, I agree. It all makes sense in your head. <laughs> in theory, right? <laughs> okay, number two thing that we need to give up is exercising to fix your body. Oh, well, talk to me about that. Well, That's so interesting. here's the thing. We need to celebrate our bodies. It's not about punish, punishment or punishing ourselves. Working out is good. But like you say, we need to work out to feel great. Not, oh, you not mean to not, feel to, shame. not to look a certain way. Yeah, to... or, or feel like you're comparing yourself to someone else. Oh, gotcha. That's not necessary, right? Oh, I completely agree with that. We need to work out because we love our bodies, not because we hate it. And the moment that our mindset shifts, the moment our lives can start to change. So set your goals on feeling good, feeling healthy, feeling happy. And then the results that we're looking for almost always follow after that. Yeah, that's just the bonus. The, yeah. The icing. I like that. Number three, the the third thing that we need to give up for uh, a happy and healthy 2018 is workouts that you hate. Oh, I really like that. <laughs> so listen, if you don't like indoor cycling, then don't feel obligated to go to a spin class every day. 
Okay. If you really hate it, right? Okay. I mean, if you're just if it's just like a drudgery to get there. If the gym doesn't make you happy, then why are you paying for an expensive gym membership? Exercise should bring you joy. Yeah. Even, even if it's tough or strenuous in the moment. That doesn't mean it has to be easy or that you can't get a benefit from it because all those things we need, but exercise should bring you joy. So if you're hating the thing that you're doing, don't feel an obligation to continue to do that. I love that example because I belonged and worked for a gym for so many years. And this is really the first time in my life I don't have a gym membership because I enjoy living in St. George and being outdoors so much. Outside. And I didn't realize the benefits to that, really, the vitamin D and all. I mean, that's a whole other topic, but I didn't realize I was missing that aspect until now. Well, so, so there good you go. Advice. So you can try some new classes at the gym if you'd like. You can try resistance training if you haven't picked that up. There's so many benefits from that. You can pick up running or, or uh, you know, just do something outside if you like to hike, go hiking. If you want to go for a simple walk, that's fine. Find something that you really enjoy. Uh, get rid of the stuff that you absolutely hate. And again, I think you'll see better benefits from that in the long run. Long run, for sure. You'll stick with it because you, you enjoy it. The next thing that you should give up that will give you a happy and healthy 2018 is that diet that you've yo-yoed with. <laughs> Good. I so hate listen. diets. And I always set them as a goal and they never work. So. Well, I mean, listen, <laughs> if, if you're you know looking to lose weight, then obviously you need to control what you eat. Right. But if you've lost weight and then gained it all back and then lost it and then gained it back and then lost it and then gained it back, that diet is, is probably not working for you. Right. right. So it's like a bad relationship. You keep trying. You keep putting in the effort, but it's not reciprocating, right? Yeah. So is it uh, making you healthier or more frustrated? That's the question you need to ask yourself. And you don't need to subscribe to a particular diet just because someone else liked it. Use 2018 this year to find a healthy lifestyle that works for you, not the other way around. Yes. You Moderation, like sustainability. I love it. Here's one that I really liked. Something you can get rid of to have a happy and healthy 2018. That vegetable that you hate eating. Oh, really? So what vegetable is that for you, Kyle? No, well, it doesn't matter. I mean, it, it could be anything. But the, the example that uh, they used here in the article that I read is you don't, you don't have to eat kale. Okay. I mean, if you want to, fine, go for it. There's nothing wrong with that. But if you hate kale, you can find vitamins in other places. There's other choices. Yeah, you don't have to eat it just because. Don't force feed yourself a health food if you hate it. Right. Use this year to find your own path, your own new superfood and do the thing that you, that I mean, I, I'm not saying give up eating healthy. Right. I'm not saying that. Just that one thing. I'm just saying if there's that one thing that you and maybe really replace just, it you with know, something. like you, you, you gag when you eat it, like yeah. you can get rid of that. It's going to be okay. Is that kale for you? Well, <laughs> I, honestly. You're not going to talk bad about any vegetable, are you? Well, I, no, I could talk bad about a lot of vegetables, actually. <laughs> kale could be one of them. I, I, I don't, I don't eat kale by the forkful. Yeah. But I do. Blend it up in green smoothies sometimes. That's the best way, in my opinion. Too. Yeah, but the you know the flavors. It can be a little bitter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Here's the last thing that you need to give up in order to enjoy a happy and healthy 2018. Are you ready? I'm ready. Beating yourself up. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Right. I mean, here's we the all thing. do that. Well, Sad. we do. We're we're all human beings, and this life is a journey. So we need to take time to celebrate our victories, compliment ourselves when we need to. When it's, uh, you know, when we've done something good and reflect on all the positive and wonderful things in our life that we're grateful for. And if we can do that, once again, I think the results that we're looking for to, to, to try to be the healthy people that we're trying to be are going to be there. Excellent advice. Today, Michelle, we're in for a real treat. I agree. Today, we're going to visit with one of our amazing athletes. Monty Cartwright is joining us by phone. He's uh, in California. He's 
competed in track and field at the Huntsman World Senior Games and has had some success at it along the way and really is a lifetime athlete. And uh, welcome to the show, Monty. It's a pleasure to be here and uh, important to know you. So, I, I, you know, I'm sorry, I took, I took a, a little presumption there. Are you in California? You said you're on the West Coast. I just assumed California. No, I'm in I'm in Portland, Oregon. Excuse me. That's there's a difference <laughs> no there problem. and I and that needs to be clarified. So, joining us by telephone from Portland, Oregon, Monty, thank you for joining us today. We're excited to get to know you a little bit better and learn a little bit from uh, some of your experiences that you've had in athletics. And uh and uh really again just looking forward to get to know you a little bit. So, so let's just start right in with um being active and healthy, your your age, if you don't mind my saying, is seventy three years old. It's too late. I already said it. Right. <laughs> I, I already said it. I hope you don't mind. But to me, that's amazing that uh, you know you're you're able to continue to compete and be active uh, at seventy three years old and still have success in the areas where you're competing. I, I want to back up earlier in your life and uh, have have you always competed in track and field? Have you always been active that way, or were there other sports that kind of got you to where you're going? Well, I was a, uh, a typical for my era, high school uh, jock, and at that time, you, you know, you did three sports, and then in college, I was a track athlete and football player, but uh, for track and field, that was my career. I was a, uh, a track coach, and uh, later went into administration, and became a college professor. At Southern Oregon University, is that correct? That's right. That's right. That's National Oregon. Wonderful, wonderful school. Excellent. Well, what a career and what a way to live um, what you loved. You always loved athletics and you built a career around it. That's that's fantastic. I'm just curious, just just um, because you mentioned it, what were your other two sports in high school? Obviously, you did track and field, but what were the other two sports? Uh, basketball and football. Basketball and football. So those are pretty typical, like you said, pretty typical uh, uh, American high school sports. So, so that's awesome. And then you continued on with track and field in college. Um, did you did you attend in Oregon as well? Is that where you went to school? No, I I, I did. I uh, I went to my undergraduate was at Cal Poly San Luis Obispo. Okay, and there's your California the football team and the track team. Oh, you played football and in I, college. I did. I did. Fantastic. And, you know, like a lot of guys my age, I'm now a legend in my own mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, we think you are, we too. We think you're so. pretty legendary <laughs> as well, Monty. So. But, but, but I, would, I would add about the track and field participation is that one of the things that as I spent my career in athletics and particularly as a track coach, I always told myself when I retire, I'm going to participate again. So during that period I was coaching, I was active, but I was not a competitive master's athlete. So that was one of my goals. And uh, I remember watching master's athletes work out on our track. And I just kept saying, someday, someday, someday. <laughs> and so, you know, now is my someday. I, uh, I really enjoy master track and field and being around uh, the, uh, the type of people that participate in it. I get that by, from a lot of our athletes. I think that they, maybe the second time around, you know, the second lease on life kind of thing, they even enjoy athletics more than when they were young and active. 
Well, I don't look more, but I sure enjoy it now. Excellent. Well, that's that's great. You know, I and I think again, like Michelle said, Monty, you you follow the path that many of our Huntsman World Senior Games athletes follow, and and other people as well. You know, life happens. Uh, we get busy. We have careers. We have families. You know, all those things um, take a, a precedence, and in many ways, take a priority. Uh, for some of us, they they you know take all of our time, and we don't maintain. It sounds like you continue to maintain, which is good. I think that's the best way to go, the preferable way to go for all of us. But I love that you set yourself up, you put your mind to a goal, and then you work towards it. And when that time came, you seized it and you grabbed that moment. I think a lot of times uh, it's easy to say, oh, well, you know, that was a good thought, but maybe my time has passed and maybe it's not for me. I love that you said, no, that now is my time. And uh, this is the kind of thing that I want to do. And then you just went out there and did it. So I got, I've got a question for you about how you got into actually competing once again at Masters Track and Field. Did you just kind of pick a random event and go to it? Or like, how did you get into the competition aspect again? Well, actually, I, I was a multi-eventer in college. And there are some events that I could do very well. I basically being a jumper. And uh, so I, I carried that over into Masters Track and Field. Um, so that that is where I've had my when I, I had success as a as a jumper, and uh, recently I've, I've been trying some throwing events and and so forth. I would like to insert here that uh, as I retired, an interesting well, actually the reason for my retirement, the interesting thing was I I came down with cancer. And uh, that cut my career a little short. But the thing I would I would just mention is that having that goal of that wasn't going to stop me. I guess is what I'm saying. But yeah. At least giving it a shot, uh, Masters Track and Field. Uh, and so I, I I need to I need to put that out there. There's obstacles that we face. Mine was a uh, is a pretty pretty precise hurdle, but I was. Uh, uh, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to do this goal. And how long have you been cancer free? And congratulations, by the way. Well, I I uh, I've been cancer free approximately fifteen years, but as I put the board out there, and I uh, uh, like like many people, I'm now living a uh, a life as the consequences of cancer treatment, uh, and which means I have some, uh, uh, some chronic uh, illnesses, illness now uh, from the treatment that I have, the radiation and chemo. Yeah, it can uh, be quite invasive. Yeah, it is. And uh, uh, so I, I find it very interesting always, and not, not a, uh, Michelle, not, you know, who say we're cancer-free, well, Yes, the, the tumors are bone and so forth, but there's still that residual uh, uh, health issues with you. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. It continues to be a battle for you, for sure. But but still, what an inspiration. That's that's amazing that you've been able to overcome that challenge and that you're out there doing the thing that you love to do. If you're just joining us, you're listening to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. 
And we are visiting with Monty Cartwright, who is one of our amazing athletes at the Huntsman World Senior Games. He's been involved in uh, Masters track and field. He's been a, a track and field coach from his professional career and now competes in a variety of different events in the track and field discipline. You mentioned, Monty, that uh, the jumping was kind of your specialty, but you're getting into the throws a little bit. Do you also do any of the running, the sprints, the distances, or is it mostly just the jumping and the throws? Well, um, you know, running, I will have to, I'm going to have to step back a little bit. I had a real setback a few years back in my best master's track and field when I was 70. I uh, was able to place that, you know, the national meet and and so forth. But then once again, I, I had some recurrence of uh, chronic illness. And so I've had to adjust. And I think that's one of the things I would share with listeners is being an older master track and field athlete, a, a real key thing for me, and I think for others as I witnessed them, is to adapt and adjust. And so I, I was beat up pretty well for for a couple of years, and still am. But that doesn't say I have to stop. I uh, I don't get the marks in the jumps, so I thought, well, I'm just going to start doing some other things I like. And so I did. I've, I've been doing the throws, but I've decided uh, this year I'm going to. Uh, you know, I'm going to do it one more time and started training for the triple jump uh, this year again after a two-year uh, hiatus, a layoff, a hiatus. <laughs> uh, the big issue I have with the triple jump is my, uh, my lung capacity has been affected by the radiation uh, treatment, and so I now only have one, uh, about a third of my lung capacity which really affects my running. Yeah, that would be I difficult. Love running. I love hurting, but uh, you know, I, I, I'm trying to adjust it so I get stronger and can still triple and still triple jump and high jump. And my goal is to be at the Huntsman again this year, and to be at the uh, the national uh, USATF track and field masters meet, and it's going to be in the West Coast and uh, uh, in Spokane, Washington. Wow. So uh, that that I continue to have goals. I keep using that that word, and I noticed that you know, you were you were using it in the introduction piece, which was sort of sort of really neat. So I, I love I love doing everything, but now my situation in summary is that I do what I can and yeah. make the best of it. And and I would just say that one of the things again, an older master's athlete is adapting and adjusting. Yeah, I love that. I love, what you, I love what you said at the beginning about rest, not rest intensity. It's right on tune. I really agree with that. Well, and the word do, you know. I mean, you keep speaking of how, you know, all these setbacks really aren't setting you back. They're just forming, you know, a little bump in the road for you to adapt and adjust. I really like that. That's very motivational in itself to just keep going. Maybe it's not the the path that you thought or the vision that you perceived that you would be on, but it's just, you know, it's just a different way of looking at things. And that's really motivational. Well, and definitely, uh, you know, you're finding new opportunities, which uh, as part of that uh, adaptation and adjusting, and that's really so important in all of our lives. I, I love that you've emphasized that because that's, that's really the message, isn't it? I mean, we all have uh, difficulties. We all have challenges. We all have hardships. 
but we can get through them if we will just adapt and adjust and, uh, you know, and do and keep do. on trying and do, right? because a lot of people, especially at your age, I think would say that's a reason to buy the lazy boy, but you say just the opposite. Like that's the reason to keep on going and to maybe even try harder. I, I love in your bio, it said your goal is to keep on keeping on. I, that's another I really it. great phrase. I love that. So you've been yeah, able, yeah. Monty, you've been able to compete a couple of times at the Huntsman World Senior Games where uh, just coming to the end of our time that we have with you, but is there a memory that you have that stands out that you uh, would like to share that just kind of says, wow, this was my Huntsman World Senior Games experience? Well, it was. I just, I just, uh, there is one. At uh, uh, 65, I started Master's Track and Field, and at uh, 62 years old, I I won the Huntsman game. I just gotten back into it in my division in triple jump. And as silly as it is, and I'm not embarrassed, uh, uh, that was very special to me. That was a catalyst for uh, what, I, what I'm doing now. I, I love to compete. I met some wonderful, wonderful, wonderful people. Uh, I, would, I would mention one last thing as you're, you're closing this up. I do believe it's important to continue to do things. But I have found as I have aged, the idea of being, just being out there. My marks are never going to be what they were. I accept that. I'm getting a chance to try things. But just having the appreciation of being part of it. I love it. I love it, Monty. It absolutely does. And you've just really personified uh, what what we call the active life and what we're trying to accomplish together. So thank you so much for joining us today and uh, being part of the show. And thanks for being a part of the Huntsman World Senior Games and being an incredible example to all of us, um, you know, regardless of age, young and old. I think any of us could look at your experience and, and learn from it. And we just appreciate you and look forward to having you come back to the Huntsman World Senior Games this year. Well, I uh, my family and I are coming, my two daughters, my wife. My sister, we are we are going to all meet there and have a wonderful time. And I, I sure appreciate you inviting me to this uh, to this interview. And uh, I hope you have a good Christmas. Well, thank you very much. We we've, we've really enjoyed it. Uh, so that's uh, all the time that we have for Monty Michelle. Uh, 2018, as we said, is just right around the corner. Uh, the dates for the Huntsman World Senior Games in 2018. That's important to know. This year, they're going to take place on October 8th through the 20th, and you can find more about the Huntsman World Senior Games on our website at www.seniorgames.net. And hey, why don't you plan on being a part of the action this year? Yeah, I mean, that should be motivation right there to set that as a New Year's resolution. We really do have the most remarkable athletes, and what great inspiration to start the new year um, by listening to Monty. Absolutely. A couple of important dates in 2018 for you to think about. January 1st is the time to register your team. March 1st is the time to register as an individual athlete. Don't forget to tune in next and every Thursday at 4.30 p.m. Mountain Time on AM 1450 or FM 93.1 for the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. You can also subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Google Play, and you can find us on your Stitcher app as well. It's easy to add us to your list of favorite podcasts. Just search for the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. Hit subscribe and you'll never miss an episode. An inspirational thought today from one of the greatest coaches ever, Bear Bryant from the University of Alabama. Michelle, it's this. It's not the will to win, but the will to prepare to win 
that makes the difference. Until, Absolutely. Until next Thursday, stay active. Bye-bye.